Hello, hello, hello. First of all, I want to start off by saying thank each and every one of you, friends and co-workers that have uh, jumped aboard and has been holding me accountable to continue recording and um, uploading my podcast. It's greatly appreciated. It's good to know that something is being said that not only that can help you, but something that you look forward to hearing. As I said, the first episode, this is uh, my first time. I'm new to this, but I'm feeling better already, feeling more comfortable. It's going to take a minute. But what I'm learning to do is just do it. Stop giving all the excuses and all the reasons why I can't do it and start giving myself reasons I can do it. And the reason I can do it is because no one ever told me I have to be a professional. The reason I can do it is because people like yourself has proven that I can do it. You've proven it to me by enjoying what you have heard so far, which means that something is being done right. Many times what happens is we hold ourselves to a higher standard than others do. I once discovered that in order to find out what your gift is in life, because we all have one, we all have different gifts, but in order to find out what your gift is, all you have to do is listen to other people. Other people will tell you what your gift is. Now, the problem is that we oftentimes miss it because we don't consider it a gift. Oftentimes a gift because it's something that is given to us, something we don't have to work for. It's so natural to us until we don't see anything special about it. It can be something as simple as baking a cake in school, you're in junior high school, and you're fooling around making cakes and cookies, and and you decide to take some for your friends at school to taste, and now they're looking forward to you making another cake and another cake and some more cookies. Every time a bake sale is mentioned, your name pops up. Everybody at the school talks about how good your cookies and cakes are. You don't get it. You don't get it because it's like all I did was just took the box of mix and put it in and put the two eggs in in the milk. I stirred it up just like anybody else. And that's how we miss it. Because it is so simple and so natural until you don't see what's the big deal. But listen to everybody because they will tell you. And this is something that starts when you're a kid. From the time you're a kid, if you think back, People used to always say, boy, you sure can't whistle. I ain't never heard of nobody whistle like that. Yeah, that was in elementary school. Now you're in high school. They're saying the same thing. And, and now now you're, you're, you're a teenager, and, and there's a whistling contest, and everybody's hitting you up. Man, you hear about that whistle contest? <laughs> I mean, whatever it is, that may sound silly, but we all can 
think back of when we were a child and as we've been growing up even today, the different things that people tell us to do, the different things that people tell us that we can do. Because we're so critical of ourselves, because we set a standard so high, we consider ourselves to be less than perfect. And what happens a lot of times, instead of looking at what we do have, we compare ourselves to so many others that we think are great. So even though you may be able to bake those cookies and cakes so well, all you think about is comparing yours to Famous Amos or Betty Crocker. Yeah, but mine don't taste like that. Oh, I wish I could do mine like that. But guess what? There's already a Famous Amos. There's already a Betty Crocker. What about a Lisa Johnson? What about a, 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 a Tony White? What, what about your name? Yeah. That's right. Think about it. That's a nice ring to it. What about Anthony Moore? Anthony Moore. Yeah. That's a great ring to me. Now, it's a matter of me believing it. Believing it enough that it sounds as good to me as anybody else's name sounds to me. Michael Jackson, Stevie Wonder, R. Kelly. Those names sound good because I admire the music, their, their music abilities, their, their skills, their creativity. But I have to think of myself the same way because I'm talented as well. Now, I, I, there's some work that needs to be done. So, first of all, we have to realize what it is that we have. Realize that it's valuable. Realize that there are other people that enjoy it. And then if you feel that it's not something on, um, you feel as though it's something less than perfect, then guess what? Work on it. Work on it. I kid you not. Now, I've been singing ever since I was a kid, but to be honest, I've been singing wrong. I've been singing from my throat versus my diaphragm. I have not fixed my lips and my mouth a certain way to pronounce certain words. I, I have not um, had the correct posture, none of that. I hooked up with someone a couple of years ago, and this brother started giving me homework. And he said, I want you to start recording yourself. So he held me accountable. He said, I want you to record yourself and, and then I want you to send it to me. I want you to listen to yourself and I, I need you to work on those things. And that brother held me accountable. I mean, literally. I would take one song and I would work on that song. I would sing that song at least... I kid you not, at least 10 times a day, I will record it. And I will play it back. And I will be like, ah, ooh, man, that sound bad. Wow, I knew that was bad as soon as I started off. But what I did is, I didn't give up. All of the things I heard that were wrong, I worked on those things. And let me tell you, 
to be honest with you, I thought it would happen maybe in a week or two, maybe a month top. But to be honest with you, six months have gone by and I still found myself struggling with this song. I asked myself, how is this possible? Now he suggested, he didn't suggest, he told me that I need to practice another song. I decided not to practice another song. I decided to stick with the same song because if I switch songs, it would be doing something that I've always done, and that is stopping something before I completed it. I figured once I learned this song and get it down pat, that it would help me with other songs. But I'll be very honest with you. I had no, no idea how challenging it would be. But when I least expected it, I would be singing something else. And I found myself breathing. I found myself standing with a better posture. I found myself not thinking so hard and getting out of my own head. I found myself speaking my my singing my my words more clearly and forming my mouth and better. I, I found myself doing all these things I practice on a on a daily. It didn't seem like it was helping me then. But it was. It was becoming part of who I was. And when I least suspected it, it came out. The song that I was singing was the first song that came to me. It was a church song that I love so much. It's entitled His Eyes on the Sparrow. And it's not that the song is really as difficult as it has been for me, but it's that I've heard the song sung so many different ways, so many different times. For over 50 years, until when I sing it, <laughs> I'm hearing these different versions in my head. Right here, this person went up, this other person went down, this person held the note, this other person cut it out. And I'm not going to lie, it confuses the heck out of me. I can hear a couple of individuals telling me just sing it, feel it. Make it your own. Make it your own. And I, I hear them. I, I've heard them. But, man, it's much harder than it sounds. That's for sure. Because every time I open up my mouth, I said, I'm going to make it my own this time. And I failed. I still haven't gotten this song down packed. And this past the year. But... It has helped me with other songs. This song just, I may not never get this song right, to be honest with you. To be very honest, I may not get this one correct, but this one would be the go-to to help me get through all of the other songs in the, in the near future. I'm not expecting to be a recording artist, uh, to blow up and everybody know my name or anything. 
it's just that when I do it, I want it to sound good because I love to sing. Singing is my vent. And we all have a vent. Yep, we all have a vent. This is how many people crack because they don't vent out. You have people that talk a lot. You have people that create the best songs. They, they create the best masterpieces. They the the best looking art pieces that I mean the top selling CD whatever it is while they're going through the most troublesome times is the the time that they come up with their best work. I mean, I remember discovering that. And thinking to myself, wow. I discovered, well, okay, let me retract that. It's not that I just, I did? Okay, wow. Here we go. An ex of mine. I will always remember these words of hers. She came to me and it bothered her that I'm so cool, calm, and collective. One of the very things that she loved about me in the beginning is one of the things that she ended up hating about me later. You just too calm and this and that and that. What pushes your buttons? You 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 won't get mad about that. I'm like, I do get mad. My feelings do get hurt. I do get upset. But hollering and screaming and cussing you all and all that is not going to change it. Well, I just want to know that you're human. What pushes your buttons? I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. But I remember one day she came to me and told me that it bothered her so much until she went to God and she asked God, how is this possible? I had no, no clue that she did this. She said, these are her words, that God told her the reason why I don't snap and I don't crack and I'm, I'm not depressed and I'm always happy. When she says always happy, she don't mean like la, 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 every single day. But, I mean, even on my worst days, I'm still doing better than the average because of my spirit. She said that God told her it's because I sing. When she told me that, I said, huh? She said, yes. Don't you notice that when you sing, you sing a lot about trials and tribulations. You sing, you know, going through trials and tribulations. You sing about joy and things. I was like, wow. No, I didn't realize that. But it made sense why I've always enjoyed singing all of my life. Even though it wasn't perfect, it was perfect for me. <laughs> it was the perfect thing to do in order for me to vent, in order for me to release this pressure and this, this frustration. And I would just break out and, 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 and I would just make songs just out the blue. I'd be in the middle of a conversation, you know, and literally just start singing. Or it can be quiet in the room and I just break out in the song. And I didn't care if it was perfect or not. I was like, wow, that stuck with me. It stuck with me so much so until I took it a little further in my mind. And that's when I started discovering or uh, realizing that 
while I was hmm, while I was using something that God had given me to use, it was helping me. I thought when I sung in church, I thought when I sung to people that when they put a smile on their face and they enjoyed it, I thought it was just for them. I enjoyed doing it, but I thought they got something out of it. I thought it was just them. But God has revealed to me that, no, when you use the gifts or the talents that I give you, it'll do something for you. I was like, wow. Yes, it released that pressure. It, it, it keeps you calm. It helps you to stay stable. And then it was like, I can hear him asked, haven't you noticed that some singers, when they sing, they get very emotional? I'm like, yeah. He said, that's because they feel themselves what they're singing. People that are listening feel it, and they're feeling it. He said, what about some comedians? Haven't you seen some comedians that, that start laughing at their own jokes? I'm like, yeah. That's because... While they're making other people laugh, I make them laugh. So he says, every time you give, I will give. When you use that talent or that gift, every time you share it with someone, you give them joy. You give them a smile. You give them hope. You give them laughter. I will continue giving it right back to you. I was like, wow, wow. And I'm still amazed at that because I had never heard that before. I, I'd never thought about that before. And he said, but most people, what happens is when we go through our most troublesome times, our most try, uh, our try sometimes, what we do is we fall into a slump. We don't want to sing. We don't want to draw. We don't want to do music. And that's how we become overwhelmed. That's how we slip into depression. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wonder for so long why, as much as I love secular music, as much as I love listening to certain artists, I don't know why for the life of me, I didn't know for the life of me why every time I sung a song, I would never sing one of the songs that I enjoy hearing. When I say one of the songs I enjoy hearing, I'm talking about a secular song. I would always sing a gospel song. And after my ex said what she said, it all makes sense to me now. It was because those other songs made me feel good from the beat, the rhythm, the groove, made me dance or what have you. But the gospel music, the lyrics, did something for my spirit. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I mean, when, and, and, and that's why I was seeing his eyes on the sparrow because, I mean, it, it, it would ask the question, you, you know, why should I feel 
discouraged and why should the shadows they come and why should my heart feel lonely and long for a heaven and home when Jesus is my portion I mean it, it would go on <laughs> you, you know it's 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 like because I would feel that those lyrics meant something why why should I tell me why should I feel discouraged Why should I feel so low and, and down? Why should I, I feel this way when Jesus is my portion, a constant friend to see? His eye is on the sparrow, so I know he watches over me. You know, and then the song goes on and says, I sing because I'm happy and I sing because I'm so free. You know, man, I tell you, those, those, those lyrics. And now I understand, as I got older, I understand when they would say in church that or what it says in the word, in the Bible, that we have to protect our ear gates and our eye gates because the things that we see and the things that we hear affect us. And they affect us in more ways than we can realize. The things we see in movies, we we try to act out. The things we, we hear on the radio, we react or respond a, a certain way to them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just uh, just having some flashbacks of some things. Just revelation. When you just, things just start becoming so clear to you. It's like, how did I miss this? Why, why did it take so long to get this? Yeah, I think I'm going to have to stop here because I'm feeling some type of way. So, until the next time, peace.